Welcome to The Unstoppable Singer. I'm your host, Danielle Tucker, a professional vocalist, vocal coach, and a lead singer of the Mighty Untouchables Band. I'm also the producer and host of the Pandemic Proof Singer Summit and The Unstoppable Singer. The Unstoppable Singer follows the lives of real professional singers who've made incredible achievements in their lives and careers. We cover everything from voice work, making money, booking gigs, songwriting, recording, session work, and more. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast. Now on with the show. Without further ado, let me introduce my fabulous guest. It is Whitney Shea tonight. Uh, She's a four-time San Diego Music Award winner, including um, Artist of the Year in 2019 and 2019 Blues Music Award nominee. And she has toured internationally um, all throughout Europe and South America. Uh, Her latest release is with Roof Records Stand Up. It debuted at number one on the Billboard Blues Charts and also reached number one on the Roots Music Report. Um, She's got tracks that have been placed in TV and film, including shows on NBC, HBO, Bravo, BET, and Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. Um, But Whitney is incredible. She has, I guess, what she would call too unstoppable hustle. Um, She's truly amazing. And I'm excited to talk to her a lot more about that. So let me bring her on. Hi. Hey. How's it going? (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good too. I was thinking before we started that um, this is your second time doing this with me. And the first time was way, way back in the beginning. I think you were like, one of the first three people I interviewed and we couldn't get it to go live. (laughs) Facebook was not our friend that night. And so we decided, well, we'll record it. Womp womp. And you know, we did it that way, but But now you're like all with technology and you're all upgraded. Look at what the last year has given us all lots of time to learn. I am. (laughs) Yeah. My technical savvy has um, come quite a ways since one year ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very proud of that but the lighting is good too I'm, I'm loving the lighting you've got going on oh my amber lighting yes, yes. thank you very <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it moody up in here um so tell me what have you been up to what's going on in your life right now so um I've been really lucky because you know here in San Diego we've had outdoor dining you know for the last few months and throughout the summer so in the summer, I did um, a drive-in concert. I did lots of like small distance outdoor, like little duo shows, porch concerts, live streams. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't as busy, obviously, as I would like, and I wasn't getting to be on tour, but like I found, you know, lots of little different things to do. I also got to collaborate on a lot of video and recording projects um, kind of while being in place, and I got... Um, my own little home recording setup um, going. And then also um, I've been kind of going back to school and learning graphic design, which has been really awesome because I figure, you know, when we can all get back to work, I can make my own posters and my own logos now. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So that's how I've been utilizing my unstoppable hustle, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. I, you know, I was thinking, um, 
it seems like on any given day, and of course I follow you on social media all the time and you're on any given day, you're doing a pinup photo shoot <laughs> or filming stunt work for TV or uh, recording a cover song in Portuguese. Um, you know, uh, you've, you've got a wide variety of things going on <laughs> and I'm telling you why is, why, why is it that there seems to be one segment of us that um, feels like there's just nothing going on. There's no opportunities. Like things are dead. We're just waiting for, you know, I don't know what we're waiting for at this point, but, um, but then there is another segment that, um, you know, like you are just, you're working, you're, you're, yeah. you're doing your thing. It, it may not be what it was uh, a year ago, but you know, what do you think the difference is with your approach or maybe your mindset in what's mm -hmm. happening in the world right now? Well, I think, you know, maybe the reason why I haven't just like sat around is because that's never been something that I did. You know, some people, there's a lot of talented singers out there and a lot of people who I think have kind of things, maybe before the pandemic, they kind of just got the calls, they got gigs handed to them a lot. And I mean, that's amazing. You know, I wish I, wish I had that. And now maybe more later in my career, I've had that, but especially towards the beginning of my career, I created a lot of opportunities for myself. You know, I was out there like, you know, working the pavement, doing these gigs and just hustling all the time. So I think like they say, an object that remains stays in motion, remains in motion, an object at place stays at place. I think that's very much my mentality in life. Like I don't really like to just sit around in general. Like I feel the best when I'm useful. And mm -hmm. so like you said, um, I've kind of just found lots of different opportunities. Yeah, like doing stunt work. One of my good friends is a professional stuntman and I went to college with him and we've been able to do like some previs work. So I've been training and kind of doing some um, previs is basically like what they call a visual storyboard, you know? Okay. So we do, basically we do the action and film the action for the actors to send. So we did some stuff um, recently for a show called, um, Oh God, well, Lone Star. I think it's Lone Star 911, I think, okay. on Fox. Um, so I got to do some cool fight scenes for that and film that. Um, and then that went off to the actors and then they get to do it on the show. So I hope to tune in and get to see like what I did on yeah. the background stuff on the show. But, but I mean, that being said, I just, you know, I, I think it's about making your own opportunities. And especially now, like, with we have the ability to live stream and to collaborate with people from all over and we didn't used to have that and we didn't used to have the capability to do it at home and we've kind of been forced to now at this point so it's like well you can sit and wait for those calls and wait for things to happen for you but it's about kind of taking the bull by the horns and creating those opportunities yourself i guess i mean, at least yeah. in my mind yeah i love that that's i i love that um that thought process. I think it's great. And, and, and it truly appears that you are thriving and, you know, doing really well through all of this. I know, of course, we see the highlight reel on, on social media. And I know that, you know, <clears throat> not to like, try to mask the fact that this has been extremely difficult for everybody who is in this industry. Um, you know, and it's, it's still difficult when you're, where you're having to be like extra innovative and clever, mm -hmm. you know, with the way you're getting work. Um, 
so, oh gosh, I saw, I saw a, a quote on, um, one of your posts. Did I write it down? Mm, man, I wish I had. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was from one of your, <laughs> it was from one of your acting teachers. I think it's, oh, yeah. it was to stay marketable. You have to learn to do it all. So yeah. is that something that you truly subscribe to in life? I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in uh, just, okay. I took a stage combat class in college. That's kind of how the wow. work <laughs> kind of um, came, came back because it's a friend that I, we both took the same stage combat class, but I've known him for like 15 years and he does lots of action films. So kind of a few months ago, we did um, a COVID safe um, 48 hour film project. And we, um, I fought in mass and stuff. And so that kind of led to different opportunities. Um, I've done, like you said, pinup modeling. I've done like different photo shoots with different photographers. Um, I've done, I don't know, different, um, oh yeah, even virtual photo shoots. I've done some virtual photo shoots with a photographer from the UK, which is amazing oh, that wow. through okay. FaceTime we could do that. You know, he literally did it through my phone. Um, Adam Kennedy, he's from the UK, look him up. Um, yeah. it, it's amazing like how innovative people have become through all this. And mm -hmm. even through my phone, I mean, I've done collaborative videos with different musicians and different recordings. Um, I, I released a single, a couple months ago that my writing partner Adam wrote um, in response to the pandemic and kind of as a thank you to the nurses and a lot of the um, first um, responders and essential workers. And we did this recording in place kind of early in the pandemic with my friends from Brazil and the UK and here in San Diego. And the, the um, videographer was from LA and we kind of all put it together all being in place. So like I said, like you kind of have to learn to do all these different things and it might sound daunting, but like for me, it's always just been fun to be kind of a, a Renaissance woman. I mean, right now I'm taking seven classes. Um, I'm taking um, four graphic design classes. I'm taking French mm -hmm. and I'm taking um, ballet as well because oh, dance has always been a big passion of mine. And I'm taking women's self-defense because, you know, already doing the the combat stuff so yeah. why not <laughs> yeah oh my gosh oh you're you are such an inspiration I think that um it's it's uh, it's such a good thing for you know other singers to see I don't know if you um feel this way but for me I think one of the biggest lessons that has come out of all of this is going forward, making sure that you don't have all your eggs in one basket and to not get too comfortable, never get yeah. attached to anything. Oh, know that, so you know, true. you've always got to be on the move. You've always got to be trying new things and really flexing that muscle of, um, willingness, you know, <laughs> willingness to try <laughs> new things. I think what you said about the, having all your eggs in one basket is perfect because I mean, I've seen a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of musician friends of mine get out of the business or maybe at least temporarily have to shift, you know, and, um, you know, it's difficult. I mean, I, I'm very lucky. I don't have, you know, children and I have like small expenses, but I, I get it. A lot of people have kids and have a lot of expenses and mortgages. And so they kind of have to figure it out. Um, but yeah, like that's a big thing. I mean, I lost, you know, a lot of income in that all my tours were canceled and, you know, I just kind of figured out how to hustle and kind of utilize my time the wisest that I could. 
Um, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that we all had to go through such loss, but I think it's also been really good for us. Like our mutual friend, Bobby Cressy, that you're in a band with, um, he did a post a couple months ago and he's like, I feel like you do posts like this all the time, but seeing him do it, it was so wonderful to see his reflection talking about how we've all kind of come through this and we've realized like, wow, our lives were all just about work. Um, I, I saw at a gig the other day before me, I saw Lee Coulter playing and I'd never met him in person and we were talking and he was saying that he really realized like his whole identity was wrapped up in being a musician, in being a performer. And that's, I, I mean, same for me the last 10, 11 years of my career, like that's all I was doing was work, 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 work. And I realized that, I mean, yes, obviously as musicians, our career is so important and it's so important to stay focused, but it's also really important to have balance in your life too. And I think that's something that we've all had to learn kind of how to come, come from loss in a place of resilience and grace. That's kind of one thing I've said a lot lately is, you know, how to find resilience, how to, you know, find it with grace and how to find balance and find things that, you know, are really important, like your personal relationships, your family, your friends, and how to connect with them in different ways. And also like how to find things that help you stay centered, gardening, cooking, like small things that maybe you didn't know how important they were to your well-being. You know, that's something that, you know, we don't have the the work, 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 work mentality that that American society is so wrapped up in to fall back on. So we kind of have to like dig a little deeper right now. And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, not at all. I could not agree with you more too. I think that those were things, you know, when, when I, when life was really, you know, moving at full speed, um, those pleasurable things in life or those smaller things, like you said, cooking, gardening, um, you know, being out in nature or whatever, I kind of like scoffed things off like that. Like, to me, my, my attitude about it was like, it's just not me. It's just not what I do, you know, (laughs) for other people, but I don't do those things. But, you know, throughout this experience, I have um, discovered or rediscovered a lot of things that I find so much pleasure and so much joy and like cooking. I have fallen in love with cooking and my daughters are into it. I saw it. your video of your daughter and you cooking today. I loved it. <laughs> loves it. We're having so much fun with it. And um, just, you know, I think um, I, I walk a ton and just being out in nature, I just, you know, now that I, I am really involved in those two things, I think like, how could I ever not have these things in my life again? You know, it, it has been such an important reminder that, um, you know, never uh, underestimate those small things, you know, that just bring you so much joy. It's just, it's so meaningful. I really, I think those are the things that are just kind of keeping me alive at this so point, true. you know? Yeah. Um, what are some things that, you have returned to or discovered throughout this time? Yeah, cooking is one. I never cooked before the pandemic. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I was, you know, doing two to 300 gigs a year. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to be home and traveling. And so I I really enjoyed like eating out and, and, but now, yeah, I've, I've been cooking. Um, 
I've cooked for my roommates quite a bit, which has been really fun, like having meals together where we were all kind of gone before. Um, also walking like you, I, I never, I've lived in my neighborhood for over 10 years and I've never walked around. And now the last year I walk like every week I walk, even if it's just to get coffee, like the closest coffee shop to me is a mile and a half away. So I, it's a three mile walk just to go. And I do that at least once or twice a week usually. Yeah. That's so, and it's awesome. I love it. And yeah. And, and I was gardening, but I killed all the plants. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I remember your post. I know it was so, but you know what? My roommate has a lot of succulents now and it looks good. It looks really good now. The recent one is the succulents, but before a couple of months ago, I had, we had veggies going and those all like kind of died in the summer as the cycle goes. So I'll blame it on just the winter coming. That was, no, it was me. <laughs> sure. They'll, co- they'll be back. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's cool. Uh, oh, I don't want to ignore our comments over here, but we have um, oh. Elaine Larson Reagan. Oh. Whitney is such an inspiration to many of oh. us. Yeah. And Chuck Phillips. Good evening, ladies. He says, Hey, Chuck, thanks Hi, for Chuck. being here. Yeah. Um, well, so kind of along the same lines of, you know, how we have processed through all of this and kind of finding silver linings um, throughout all of this. Do you, are you a believer that everything happens for you and not to you? I mean, do you mm. Well, I always say everything happens for a reason, you know, and I mean, I know that's so overused, but I I truly believe that like things happen in your life for a reason during that time period. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, relationships, um, you know, the pandemic. I mean, I've been fortunate that like I had some, you know, family, My, my grandmother was in the hospital. And it was kind of, I was kind of lucky that I was supposed to be on tour all last year. And Mm -hmm. so she's fine now, but I was lucky that I was able to come home and kind of help caretake for her and stuff, which I wouldn't have done if I had been on tour. Like, what would I, what would I have done? So um, I do believe that like sometimes things happen for a reason. And like, even all of this loss, I mean, I don't know what the reason for for the world going through this, but I try to like look at it from at least my perspective, like, okay, maybe this was meant to show me like what balance I need to find in my life. Like I said, um, kind of working more on my interpersonal relationships. Cause that's the thing that they've always been important to me, but I realize like how important they are to me now, now that everything is taken away. But like, yeah, I don't, I, I think that, yeah, the, the world works for you. I, I don't like to think of the, the universe like happening to you like in a negative thing like like i don't think that you know things bad things happen to you i think everything is 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 trying to work for you everything is gonna align for you and if you're just positive and nice and you put good things out in the world and you have good karma like good things will happen back to you i i i, I, I know i sound like way too optimistic saying that all the time, especially during a worldwide pandemic. But the alternative to me is just not that fun. So that's just how I subscribe to life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what, it's it's funny that you just kind of, uh, you know, 
gave a little apology for being optimistic, but um, I think it's so funny that people that are, you know, very positive and very, um, I don't know, can, can kind of find the positive in, in any given situation um, are uh, rare. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a rare breed of person that can, you know, be that light in the world. And so um, no apology necessary. Okay, well, I won't apologize. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's amazing. We've got, you know, there, there's a place in the world for the cynics and the doubters and everything. But, you know, I think if you, if you have that ability to kind of just, you know, shine that perspective on things, oh, we'd so need more, more, more. Of we that. do, especially <laughs> these days. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah. Not to sidetrack from you, uh, what we were talking about as far as like, you know, things happening for you and not just to you. I think it's something that I am constantly trying to reflect on now. Cause I, I really do, um, believe that. And it's so easy, you know, when thing when times are, uh, positive and normalish and, you know, everything, you know, good things are, are popping up in your life, but when things that are, um, you know, seemingly really negative are happening, uh, asking that question of like, why did this happen for me? You know, even though it seems like a very tragic or, or, you know, that you are a victim of a circumstance, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to kind of take that, that viewpoint or try to look at the bigger picture of like, why, what was happening in my life that this just needed to happen? You know, I have not fully figured out the <laughs> the answer to that, but do you think, do you, is that your kind of perspective that in the grand scheme of things, it's because you needed more balance that you definitely just, we're going to well, implode? You know, more. I mean, okay. Um, for me, like, it, it's funny when I, I try to like, look back even on negative experiences. I mean, like, look, I'm, I'm an optimist, but I've been through my fair share of things. Mm-hmm. I've been through, you know, lots of difficulties and challenges. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I, I always, maybe at the time I, you know, of course you have to like let the emotion come, let the loss come and, and deal with that. But like, kind of like the way that I look at blues music in the same light, like a lot of people think blues is sad music. And mm-hmm. B.B. King himself said like, it's not sad music. It's about like kind of purging that out of you. And that that's kind of the same way I kind of, have the same perspective on life. Like, yes, I've been through heartbreak. I've been through lots of things. Like, believe me, 2020 was no picnic. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. There's just, I, I could sit there and dwell in that and go about my day and just wait. Like I said, wait for things to happen to me. But like I said, the universe is working for me. The universe is working for you. And mm-hmm. I think really deep down, like all those experiences only inform you and make you a more well-rounded more connected person. I mean, those experiences give you empathy for when you have a friend going through something like that. Those experiences, like I'm grateful for those experiences because I think they allow me to sing with the soul and the honesty that I do because I've been through that. And I think like, I always say my job on this planet, um, it's not just to sing my job on this planet is to connect to other people. And I think like that the way that I, I do that is 
is by being honest and being genuine. And that's something that I've always like strived to be. And if it wasn't for those bad experiences, I couldn't like relate to somebody going through loss or through things like that. So like I said, like we need all of the, you know, hues in the, in the rainbow, shall we say, so yeah. we can come out on the end of it and come out, you know, better off and smarter and more prepared for the next time. Like, yes, you might've made a mistake. You might've gone through something, but those are just informing you for later. So you don't make the same mistakes and you don't go through the same, hopefully you don't go through the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so well said. Yeah, I totally, I'm with you on that too. I, I think um, you, you said connection mm -hmm. and that I think has really been a, a big part of this picture for me um, just with, you know, uh, I mean, I, I primarily work with one band and mm -hmm. we work a lot and I believe that my world was becoming smaller and smaller and smaller with less and less people, although very valuable people that I love mm -hmm. dearly. But I just think that I was beginning to be a bit like closed off and just not and really, really losing connection. And so when all of this happened, it, that's one of the things that sparked for me was to, you know, um, start reaching out, which is why all of you know, this whole interview series started to begin with too. Um, and it has just, it's been so meaningful for me and such a, you know, such a change that uh, I think it's one of the biggest lessons going forward is that, you know, how important it is to stay connected, um, not just with the people you already know, but to be constantly reaching out because every single person that has come on here, I have just learned so much from, mm. and, uh, you know, have, um, I just, I love everybody that has come on here. It has meant so, so much. And it, and it just, I don't know, it, it heightens my happiness and my faith in the world to know that there are such talented heart centered, you know, generous souls yeah. out there that, um, that, you know, I don't ordinarily get to see all the time because I'm working all the time. <laughs> we have so many in San Diego, like talking about, I want to give a shout out since you did to Lauren on her birthday Lauren and to Darrell. Oh my God. Our friend Darrell's on the voice. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't you love when your friends succeed? I do. I like, I, I just love, we have so much talent and so many, you know, I think that's like a great lesson for other singers is like never compare yourself, but also never compete. There's enough to go around and like, wow, God, what a great community we live in in San Diego that we have so much talent and so many incredible people. Like every time you have somebody on here, I mean, I'm friends with most of the people that you've had on here, but I, I see some new people on here too, but God, what an incredible community we have. I mean, for San Diego, not necessarily being a music capital of the United States per se, I would say we have quite a plethora of talented incredible it's a hidden gem. yeah it's a hidden gold mine of musicians i think you know it yeah. does not get talked about enough <laughs> that's for sure yeah oh my gosh that's so true and speaking of people that i love dearly that have been on here deneen whitley wilborn oh she's hello. so great deneen you are Hi, Deneen. you're so great love you girl Thank you for being here. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, what, what you're talking about with um, being happy for, uh, you know, other people 
succeeding and just not um, feeling that sense of competition. I think that this whole situation has probably been a huge improvement for all of us mm-hmm. because before no it is, promo. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and social media and everything just oh my god it just it heightens oh, yeah. that I don't know that that thing inside of us that makes us want to compare ourselves to everybody and and mm-hmm. we we start formulating these um stories in our minds about other people or what what we think about them or what they think about us in turn and what that means for us and what it says about us mm-hmm. but um I just see on social media now especially just in our you know more local community that everybody's just loving on each other and just supporting one another and, you know, reaching out and, you know, sharing very vulnerable parts of their lives. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, I think it's very special and, you know, I could not be more grateful to be in the area that we're in. I agree. It's a good place. There's, there's few places as, as wonderful all around is San Diego. I mean, come on, the wet, well, not the weather today. It's like raining today, but. I know. Weird. <laughs> it was hailing up here. I know here too. It was kind of shocked. I'm like, it was, it was crazy. Minute, but still. My daughters who are six and eight insisted it was snow. Insisted. Oh. I, I tried to. You probably get snow by you, though. I just went along with it. I was like, uh, yeah, it's snowing. Crazy. <laughs> Who who might have ruined that for them? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It melted real quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. it did. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, um, thank you, you know, for sharing all of your feelings on that. Um, I wanted to ask, um, oh, you had posted that you had gotten a new, um, this is, I'm way switching gears here. Sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, you'd gotten a new iRig Pro and you had done this recording and I was like, wow, sounds so good. Tell me what is the, what's the technology chain there? Okay. It was quite the chain um, yeah. to do that. So I, <laughs> I'll explain that. So I have my um, recording mic, which I use a Shure SM7B for my vocal recording mic, great mic. Um, so I used that. I had my cute, my mic plugged into my QSC touch mix. So I had my mixer going, I had my iPad playing the track. Okay. And that was going into the mixer as well. And then I had the mixer plugged into the iRig, which in turn was plugged into the phone. Okay. I got all that. That was quite the chain. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how did you like, how did you headphones. mix? So I had headphones that were plugged in to the iRig. The iRig, um, so I had a couple friends who had had this. So the, the iRig, I'll show you on here, has a little headphone jack. So it was great. Um, I was able to, with the help of a couple friends and technology, I kind of figured it out. So yeah, I was able to, um, I mean, I, I could have probably taken the headphones off and not had them on the whole time, but I just kept them on the whole time. And it was great. And so I, I was able to mix it and then have the track going in there and make sure it was balanced and then record everything with my phone and have mm-hmm. the ability to have like really good quality sound from your phone. Whereas like before 
when I was making videos and doing streams, I just kind of had a monitor or speaker going in the room and just used my phone and recorded the room sound. So this was kind of cool to be able to control the balance a little bit better as opposed to like, here, I'm gonna turn this dial and I hope the phone's getting an okay signal, we'll see. But now this is a, a lot better of an option, so. It sounded amazing. I was thinking, I mean, it, it was such good quality. It had that sound like, you know, that it was finessed afterwards. But oh, I'm like, thank no, she's, you. she's doing this. I didn't mix it or anything. I just literally like, <laughs> put it in there, so. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So hopefully gonna well, be I might have to hit you up for the uh for the directions on that again. I got to go. It's gonna be like, I mean, I'm, there might be an easier way to do it. I will say there might be like, oh yeah, all you have to do is just do this and this. And but that's the way that I did it and it worked. So yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, good for you. Um so <laughs> okay, back in the comments, we've got Walter Morgan. Walter Morgan. Oh my god, the Morgan. Hey. So it's a great interview. Miss Shay is definitely a love giving person and oh. dynamic singer. Sons of the Soul Revivers love her. Oh, the Sons of the Soul Revivers are my good friends from Oakland. If you don't know them, you should. They're amazing gospel quartet. They're all brothers, oh. blood harmonies. Oh my God. It will just move you. Like uh, if it, when they get to perform down here again, I highly recommend you going to see them. But they're like my good friends that I love those guys and great singers, great singers. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check them out. Yeah, thanks, yeah. For, uh, thanks for chiming in, Walter. And we also have um, Wayne Riker. Hi, Wayne. He says, a great success story in the music business, fearless determination, always challenging herself in myriad musical settings along with a devout work ethic that has earned her the notoriety she has achieved. Yes. That is totally so sweet. <laughs> you know, I think, I think that's the biggest thing um, that, you know, somehow sometimes we forget when we're working all the time and we're just working over the years, I, I've been so fortunate to have so many musicians reach out to me, and like now, you know, even Lauren, who's like a good friend of mine, said to me years ago, I used to like watch what you were doing and kind of look up to you and be like, oh, I hope I can like, you know, work full time. And now she's killing it, doing all these things. Yeah. But it, it's amazing to me that sometimes when you're you're doing all this work, you forget like that other people and especially other musicians are watching you. And so to be able to like have kind of just hustled and and kind of put my nose to the grindstone and have other musicians like respect me for it has just been such a blessing like to have other musicians cheer you on i think that's the, the best thing that you can ask for really mm -hmm. um so i feel really fortunate that you know i've i've been able to do that and and that people have recognized that yeah i just <laughs> i work really hard it's all i know how to do so yeah Oh, you have earned that respect. You truly have. And you are now, uh, you know, you're, you're now kind of leading the charge. You're, you're, you're a mentor in this community and, oh. and it's just such well-deserved praise for sure. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, oh, we also have, um, this gentleman chimes in, um, all the time, but I still don't know how to pronounce his name properly. Z I'm saying Z Z E. Oh, yeah. If I'm wrong about that, please correct me. But I just want to say hello as well. And thank you for always coming on and being such a nice supporter. It's good to have you here. Yeah. 
So you also have some other new projects going on. I see that you have a new girl group. I what is do. This with some very yes. fabulous ladies. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's been amazing. Um, so Cassie B and Tanya McKenna, who are both incredible singers here in San Diego. So um, we decided kind of a few months ago, we were talking and we'd all kind of just been looking for something to do. And, you know, we all just wanted to make music so badly. And we were able to kind of, I guess, do it in a COVID safe kind of bubble distance rehearsals and stuff. But we started this girl group and we've been working. Um, we're actually getting ready to shoot a promo video pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that group is is just about to be announced. I won't say the name. Well, actually, the name is out. It's the Decadames because we're going through the decades and we're celebrating the um, the powerhouse ladies of all the decades. Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be so fun. Choreography, outfits, you know, all the um, all the the good stuff. But singing with the two of them, oh my God, they're both incredible singers. Cassie, yes. if you don't know Cassie B, she's, I, I don't know anybody else who can hit the notes that she can. Just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then Tanya, you know, Cassie and I did children's theater together. We didn't really know each other. We did CYT together when we were, I don't know, 13, 12. I think I was like maybe 13, 14. She was, she's a couple years younger than me. And then Tanya and I, I I've met Tanya, but like, we just really kind of got to know each other the last year and um god what an amazing singer and a beautiful human being and yeah just both of them are just fantastic and getting to sing with them i mean our blend is so good now and it's oh it's just a joy to have a new kind of musical project to work on and get to sing in harmony i mean when you i mean you you're lucky because you have other singers in your group but for the most part for me like I've had a few opportunities here and there, but I don't really get to sing in harmony that much, except for maybe like with one other person. So to get to sing with all these like different voices and, and really kind of intricate harmonies and and not for me to not sing the melody too, like to sing, I'm mostly singing alto and lower parts. It's so fun. It's such a different like hat to wear and a different skill set. And I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Harmony. What a satisfying thing. It's amazing. When it all comes together, of course. Every <laughs> day, and there was like vibrations in the room. I swear it was because the blend was so good. It was weird. I'm like, wow, it's almost distorted. You know, yeah. I know you know what that that feeling is when you get that kind of distorted like sound because the harmonies are so good. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear what you do. Yeah. That's a that is a powerful group there. We had I've had Cassie on, um, and uh, I. Tanya and I just we just haven't been able to hit a date that works for both yeah. of us yet. But I totally want her to come on. And just to kind of support what you said about Tanya, what a beautiful human being. Her mm -hmm. energy, I oh. don't think I've ever met <laughs> with such incredible, just she just like she's just vibrating, you know. Oh, <laughs> I just, yeah. I thought I had a lot of energy until I met Tanya and I was like, oh, wow. No, no. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I met, um, I met her, gosh, I don't know how many years ago this was. We were doing a sh show called dream girls at Viejas. Did you ever do that? I show? did that too. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever did, did we ever do the same night? I don't think so. I don't think no, because you and I still have not met in person, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Isn't but that crazy. That's so, we've been following each other for like how many years now? That's so I know. Crazy. It's just silly. But yeah, we you and I were never on a night. But that was such a cool show because so many um female singers, you know, were involved in that. That's and how I met Tanya too. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. We did that. We did one of those nights together. Exactly. Yep. And she, she was like, we'd have three, we'd have three singers on stage at any given time. And her energy was just like, I just could not even like come close <laughs> to, to like, you know, equaling oh where God. she was at, but she is, she's so, so fun to work with and, oh, and so a great fun. voice. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the birthday girl, Lauren Lee in the comments. <laughs> we were talking about you earlier. Yeah, we were. We got a big birthday shout out. She says, yay, Whitney. I love harmonizing with both of you. Can't wait to hear you girls. Yeah. Oh. Lauren, are all of your birthday wishes coming true today? Did you get your, um, did you do your plan? Did you I'm not going to, I'm not going to say what she texted happened today. I won't say she had some <laughs> a bad thing happen today, but no, she's having all good things now from now on. Wish her all yeah. the good vibes. I'm glad to hear that. Aww. Well, how cool. Um, yeah. Can't wait to hear. Um, I cannot wait to hear how that project goes. So is there, uh, is this going to be um, band track? What's yeah, it? it's a band. Um, we have a uh, full band. So the band is featuring um, Ryan Kilpatrick, um, Cassie's fiance on bass. Um, my good friend um, who I've known for a long time, Bill Pomerlow. Um, so he, I met Bill God, like 10 years ago when I was singing at the Gaslamp Speakeasy downtown. So he was working across the street at the Shout House. And actually, Bill is the first person I met. Um, I know all the guys at the Shout House or who were at the Shout House now um, because my writing partner, Adam Eros, he was at the Shout House too. And that's how I met him like 10 years ago through Bill. So we were kind of starting this project and Adam was kind of busy. And, and so I said, Bill would be great. And Bill is just an amazing musician, amazing singer, and he really doesn't play out other than the Shout House. But like, God, he's just been such a great addition. He plays amazing keys and sings really well and plays guitar. Maybe I shouldn't tell people this so they steal him, but. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's writing his information. I know. Right now. <laughs> no, he's great. And then um, Jared Coleman's playing drums and then Robert Rivera, who um, has played with Cassie. Uh, is the guitarist. So we've got like a really great group and everybody has just been, you know, really positive about, you know, making music together, even though like we haven't had any gigs yet, we're just kind of building this from scratch. Everybody has just been, you know, positive and, and coming together. So th that's been really nice to have, you know, music to make. And then I'm also, you know, I have my original stuff that I've been doing too. I have a, um, I'm filming actually a concert for the Carlsbad Library next week with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a live stream coming up um, at Avant Garde Music Company on the 23rd. Um, and that's going to be my jazz quartet. So I got lots of like different little irons in the fire, lots of different projects like I always do. So yeah, that's great. Oh my gosh, you're fire lady always. And um, we, we totally need to talk about this. I think we talked before we got started tonight that, um, you'll be back out on tour planning your tour in the fall. Oh my God. Yes. Um, so we have some, we got some summer, um, 
I, I don't know if I'm allowed to announce them yet, but we got some summer confirmed festival dates in the US. Mm -hmm. um, I won't say where, but some of the dates in Europe are already being announced um, in the fall. So September and October is the plan. And then um, the rescheduled um, legendary rhythm and blues cruise at the end of October is supposed to you know, happen. So everybody, please put your good vibes out there. Um, I'm getting my second vaccine on Friday, so I can't wait to be vaccinated and then get to travel in the fall. Please, I want to go to Europe so bad. Please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, can you talk about the tour? Like who's involved? And sure, sure. So um, we were supposed to do this tour actually last year. So this is kind of we started this. This is the Blues Caravan tour. It's it's Roof Records does this really cool thing every year. They pick three artists on the label and they put us with a backing band on a tour. And yeah, um, so we have Ryan Perry, who's originally from Mississippi, but actually he lives now in Palm Desert, um, California. So he's a wonderful guitarist and singer. And then Jeremiah Johnson, who's a guitarist and singer from um, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And then me from San Diego. So the three of us will be on tour. And then we've got um, a bass player, Roger Innes, and a uh, drummer, Amanda Dahl, who are both from the UK. So that will be the band. And Ryan plays guitar on my set. And then we do some stuff together, all three of us. Um, so yeah, so that's, we did a month. It was, it's kind of crazy now when you think about it. We did a month in Germany and I was in Russia for a week before on tour with um, Laura Chavez, who I play with a lot locally here in San Diego. Um, and then I was in Germany for a month. We did 26 shows in 30 days. And then I came back March 1st and then March 15th, you know, was kind of when everything shut down. I think my last gig was the 14th. Um, so yeah, so then like my whole year got canceled. Yeah. And so we were supposed to do a whole month of touring in April and then a lot of festivals in the summer in the US and some US states um, in June and July. And then we were supposed to go back out in September and October and then do the October um, to November blues cruise. And then, so now basically all that stuff is kind of shifted to this fall. So we're hoping that, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful and I think everybody is pretty hopeful that yeah, things are going to come back by the fall. It's happening. Yep. I think sure. so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, remember the universe is working for us. So I think it's working, working for you. We have just put, we've declared it. We've put it yes, out. And it is, it's on. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, where, um, where would you want to direct everybody to check out your music and stay up to speed with what you've got going on? Sure. So, um, probably the easiest place is my website. You can go to whitneyshay.com. I have pretty much all my calendar dates on there. Um, you can check out, um, there's a Facebook group, the Whitney Shay fan group on Facebook. I post stuff on my artist page and my fan fan group primarily, but um, there's a guy, uh, David French, who's awesome, who kind of runs the, the group. So anything that I share, if I don't share it on the group, he shares it. He's really quick about it. So um, yeah, if you want to interact and do anything on there, you can check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Whitney Shea Sings. All my pages are slash Whitney Shea Sings. So facebook.com slash Whitney Shea Sings, instagram.com slash Whitney Shea Sings, youtube.com slash Whitney Shea Sings. So pretty easy. Um, but yeah, that's where everything's going on. And 
Thanks so much for joining us. If you love this conversation as much as I did and would like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with The Unstoppable Singer and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Unstoppable Singer. And while you're there, please share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Unstoppable Singer. Once again, I'm Danielle Tucker, a professional singer and vocal coach. I've spent the last 25 years crafting a successful career for myself in the music industry and showing other aspiring singers how to do the same. The world needs your voice now more than ever. So get out there and create an unstoppable career. Thanks so much for joining.